In the name of God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. I bring you greetings from Bishop Taylor, Canon McCarthy, and the entire diocesan staff. We're here to help you in any way we can, and I'm especially grateful to be with you this morning on this, your parish feast day, uh, where we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Cross. As your area bishop for over 10 years, I have grown to know and love every time I'm at St. Cross, I just love being there with you. So I'm happy to be with you today. You know, when I started outlining what I wanted to say and share with you this morning, I had one very strong memory that kept coming to me and I thought, Lord, I can't not share this memory. It's of one of the most special Good Fridays I've ever celebrated in my life as a clergy person. I'm never gonna forget it as long as I was, as long as I live. It was here, well, not right here, not in my dining room in Irvine, but I want you to picture the sanctuary at St. Cross. It was in that sanctuary, in your beautiful sanctuary and it was Good Friday 2012. I celebrated or preached at the noon service. The church was packed. I was so blown away by how many people were there. But it wasn't the sermon or that necessarily the celebration or how many people were there. It was one very powerful moment. At the time of the veneration of the cross, there was a large cross used for the veneration. A little boy and his mother came up to venerate the cross. The little boy, he couldn't stop touching the cross. He lit one of the candles and put it in the container of sand. He stood at the foot of the cross and told his mother he didn't know the cross would be so big. After about five minutes of standing there, as Others were trying to come up and trying to light their candles and this boy just kept on touching the cross. His mother said it was time to go. And that's when it happened. He looked up, looked back, looked up at that cross, looked up at it, waved and said, bye-bye cross, bye-bye cross. After the service, the boy wanted to go back again and see the cross. I was so struck by what the cross meant physically to this young boy. It's so big. I think if he could have hugged it, he would have. And then to address it as he was walking away as though the cross were a human being. Then as now it struck me that this is why I remember this encounter and what happened right here at St. Cross. In so many ways, this young boy hit on a great truth, a powerful truth. The cross represents the ultimate sacrifice given for humanity. And of course, he connected to its humanness. And this is that little boy. I got to take that picture. His mom told me I could put it on my blog and I did. But that is that little boy. Do you see? He gets the cross. He gets the cross. That cross, that humanness binds us all together. All of you at St. Cross with me, 
with all Episcopalians and with all Christians around the globe. It is the humanity of the cross, of being Christian that binds us together. It does not mean we all agree theologically, politically, socially, or any other way. It does point to all of us as followers of Jesus, all pilgrims on our faith journey, to be together, to continue on the journey together is what's important. The cross points us to the great love poured out for us and asks us to do the same. During this pandemic time, more than ever, we need to draw close to the cross. I think that is why so many people are finding us digitally. They're finding our churches online. People that would have never darkened our doors to sit in a pew. They are sitting with us virtually because they need an anchor. They need something to hold on to. They need to touch that cross. I think that's why people are coming to us digitally. They feel lost. They feel afraid. They need something to hold on to. They need the cross. And the bottom line about what the cross means is that little four-letter word, in which you may have guessed that I would say, that four-letter word is love. Love. Love is the humanness of the cross. Love keeps beckoning us to follow Jesus. Love. Love poured out at the cross and manifest at the table as we remember and share in an ancient meal of love. That love, again, does not ask us to agree on every issue. That love does not require us to check our brains at the doors of the church. That love asks us to remember that all are loved equally in the eyes of God. We can disagree on any one of a thousand things in this world, but we are all welcomed by the love poured out at the cross and the continuing of the spreading of that love at the table. The cross, the ultimate symbol of love poured out for us, invites us to participate and spread that love, coming to the table, either virtually or in person when we can, means that when we share in that meal of love, we're to go out and share it with others. The work of the church is to make sure that all are welcome and all are invited to participate equally in the life of the church. Now, the Episcopal Church, truth be told, historically hasn't been the best at doing this. Hence, today is also the celebration of UBE Sunday, UBE, the Union of Black Episcopalians. It is celebrated on the Sunday after September 10th, which is the feast day of the Reverend Alexander Crummel. What I'm about to share with you comes from the UBE bulletin insert for UBE Sunday, and I offer you my, paraphr my paraphrased version of the bulletin insert. Born in 1819 in New York, Alexander Crummel was dismissed as a candidate for holy orders in New York and rejected for admittance to General Seminary because of his race. 
He was eventually ordained in 1944 as a priest in the Diocese of Massachusetts, but he left for England after being excluded from the diocesan convention. With all that rejection, the love of the cross kept him not only in the church, but working to spread the love of the cross and the table. He studied at Queens College in Cambridge, and he went to Africa to spread Christianity across the continent. He spent 20 years in Liberia. He returned to the United States and was called to work at a parish in Washington, D.C. When in 1882, Southern bishops in the Episcopal Church proposed that a separate missionary district be created for black congregations, Crummel was a founding leader in establishing a national black convocation to fight the proposal. That organization became known as the Conference of Church Workers Among Colored People and is a predecessor body to the Union of Black Episcopalians that exists to this day. Today, UBE is a national faith-based advocacy organization whose goal is to address racial and social injustices and disparities within and outside the church. I am proud to say that I'm a card-carrying life member of the Union of Black Episcopalians. It is a group that takes the cross and the love of Christ seriously. They do, as do you, St. Cross Hermosa Beach. You take the cross and the love of Christ seriously. How do you do it? I've got a lot of ways to count it. You, as members of St. Cross, take that cross and spread it amazingly, amazingly throughout your community. You take that love and you spread it. I watch you all at St. Cross do that. Meeting people where they are, being involved in the community. The community knows who you are and you know the community. Offering programming even during this pandemic, which spreads the love imbued in the cross to others. I heard in the announcements last week, things that were going on this week and this weekend the blessing of the devices, virtual youth choir, Compline, you know, I love your Compline services. I listen to them as frequently as I can. And, but please forgive me, I, sometimes I get very competitive in those polls, you know, because I think everybody either should know the answer or should vote the way I'm voting. No, really, but I, I love, I just, I get so fired up in the polls. But I love the reverence uh, and that time of prayer that comes after, after being together and talking about maybe selecting a favorite Christmas hymn or, or a, felt, a favorite Celtic saint. Um, the reverence that comes in a time, just a short time of prayer, really, it makes my blood pressure go back into the normal range. It's beautiful. Then you've got Faith at Five on Saturdays and Sundays. Bags for the at-home Sunday school. How cool is that? And adult education offerings, of course. Your pre-COVID ministries, Peace and Justice, Neighbor to Neighbor, Laundry Love, Habitat for Humanity, Family Promise. Your care for those who attend the church. 
not just outside your, outside your doors, but inside your doors. You have some of the best music and liturgy on the planet. You offer high quality Christian education, fellowship, spiritual care, and the list goes on and on. Even and especially during these pandemic times, you are meeting the needs of the people God has brought and is bringing to you. Thank you. While that little boy eight years ago said, bye bye cross, I invite you, the people of St. Cross to say, hello cross, specifically, hello St. Cross. How? Please remember, the poor need you now more than ever. On this your feast day, please be generous with your giving to the church of your time, talent, and treasure as you are able so that the church continue, can continue its mission along with you of caring for the least among us. I look forward to being with you next year in person for confirmations and celebrations. I'll be working on scheduling that time together soon. So, St. Cross, blessings and much love to you on this, your feast day.